blessed morning, how you gave us another day to experience life. We thank you for family. We thank you for this gathering. We thank you, Lord, we can lift up the name of Jesus, who is our Lord and Savior, our soon coming King. We just thank you for your word today, that it just will give us impression of what was said today, that we may understand and grow from it, that we may apply it for Monday morning and forever more in our lives. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you may have your way more of you and less of me. And may I continue to be led by your spirit and by your spirit only. And we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We'll praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the last week of February, and the theme is forgiveness. And let's recap of all the title message for this month, for the first week. It was forgive and no worries. Second week was move forward. The third week was unforgiveness. And today's title is God's Power, Not Yours. So you already bookmarked Ephesians chapter 4, 21 to 27. But we're going to start with Hebrew 4, 12. Then we'll go right into our context. Hebrew 4, 12 declares, For the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and the marrows and the discerning of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Just start with the word power of God. It's the power of God unto salvation. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jews first and then to the Greeks. God's Spirit draws the people. I remember many, many years ago, I was gazing into the heavens, the sky, during the evening, and I was looking at all the stars. And there was one star that stood out. It's called the North Star. How many heard that name before? The North Star. Just look up in the evening tonight and see if you can find the North Star. It stands out. I said, wow, look at this creation. Who did that? And at the time, I was by myself thinking I didn't know who God was. But I was asking this question. And then I said to myself, why am I on this earth? Why is this place created? Why is the earth the third planet from the sun? Why does the sun give this energy light? Why does the earth rotate? We have night and day and so on. There must be somebody that created this. And that's when I found God was the answer. And God, he blew life into a human being that was formed by God. So that's God's spirit. 
And he draws us because sometimes we don't know who God is yet in our life, but there's some kind of phenomenal spiritual force that says, why am I here? Why is all this created? And then when I found out God was the answer, and then I began to read the Bible, the, the, answers, my, to, the answers to my question was satisfying to my soul. So God draws his people to him. But he uses believers like us to draw them to God, not to us. Billy Graham, bless his heart, the age of 99, powerful man of God, led many presidents to the Lord, especially President Nixon. On his deathbed, he asked for Billy Graham to be by himself, beside him. And I can imagine what the conversation was about. Talking about life and most of all, God. It's the power of God unto salvation. The uncompromised word of God. The word is sharp. It cuts like a double-edged sword. When we speak out loud or meditate in your mind, eventually there's impact of the word in your lives. This Holy Bible here impact my life. Have I arrived? No. Because we're still growing, still going from faith to faith, climbing the ladder to heaven, which is our spiritual level with Him, which is our maturity in God. Eventually, when you meditate the Word, there's impact in your lives. But when you watch TV all day long, there's no impact there except for a little bit of chuckle. Ha, ha, ha. LOL. Lots of laughs. But when you begin to meditate the Word, it cuts like a knife. In your heart, and your personality begins to be molded like Christ's life. Changes that transform your way of life, your living. That's what the word does. Piercing. Piercing of the word is a double-edged sword. So when, it, when you hear the word, the first thing you're going to say is, ouch. I mean, not ouch physically, like I pinch. But the word you hear, you go, wow, that's deep. I didn't know the word can affect me and impact my personal life. So pierce right into the bones and marrow, into the inner soul of your body. That's how when you know the word begins to change you. Let's go to Ephesians 4, 21 to 27. Verse 21 says, If so, be that ye have heard him, have been taught by him as the truth in Jesus. 22. But put off concerning the former conversation of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 
24. And that ye put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and the true holiness. 25. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man's truth with the, his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Two more verses, 26. Be ye angry and sin not. How many people can do that? Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your anger or your wrath. The last verse. Neither give place to the devil. Uh-oh. Let's go back to verse 21. Remember, it's the power of God, not your power, not your ability. We might have gifts, but God gives us the ability to overcome. This is going to be good teaching here. It will be short and sweet and to the point. That's how I do the teaching. I don't flower it or puff it up, but I just keep on going. Amen. Verse 21. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth in Jesus. All my hope is in Jesus. There's a song. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus instilled the word to his disciples, his apostles, and started this nucleus group of people, and his word spread everywhere and continued to move. Revival breaks out. Move of God's spirit touch people's lives. Verse 22. But they ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. You guys, please listen to this. In other words, throw off your old sinful nature and your former ways of life. How hard is that, guys? Terribly tough. Which is corrupted by the lust and deception. Watch this. Old ways versus the new ways. Sinful ways versus godly ways. Yourself or his will. There's a tug of war that goes back and forth. If you never know what tug of war is, it's a big thick rope and there's a big flag in the middle and there's a big old line and you got about 10 or 20 people on each side and you want to have an anchor. You want a big husky individual, which is not me, but someone that can anchor like the rock, the guy then in television, that kind of guy. You want him in the back row to anchor for you. So that's going back and forth, back and forth. Here's the line. The flag going back and forth. That's what we are. We're going back and forth. Back and forth. And let me say, I'll be the first to admit it. You know why? Because we're human and we tend to fall of the short, the glory of God. 
is that an excuse for us to continue to fall short? No. Because we have guidelines, and I'm going to explain that in the service. Determination by making your mind up by living for Him, God, 100%. Or living for yourself and God's ways, 20% slash 80%. Or 50% slash 50%. Or 75% slash 25%. And I said, living for God or living for your own ways? What is the percentage? It's hard, Pastor. I get that. Of course it's hard. Remember, it's not your power to overcome. God's power starts with verse 23 coming up. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This mind is a battlefield. Should I or shouldn't I not? I might do it. No way. At that moment when you said yay way, it is how much you got the word for that day. You had your Wheaties in the morning for breakfast. It lasted you till noontime and it was time for lunch. And when you got home, you had a nice meal. That's food for the physical realm. Feel, feel my tummy. Don't look at my tummy. I mean, my, feel my tummy. <laughs> because what happens is we satisfy the body. When you're hungry, if you never see me eat, don't talk to me. What did he say? Hold up. Because we satisfied the body. We have to. Can't wait to dive into mommy's food. She makes fantastic food. Wait till you try it. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Listen, guys. In order to renew the mind, you have to feed that spiritual side of you. And that's going to be the difference. You say, yeah. No way. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm not eating that last brownie piece. No. Because I'm going to go into fast. Oh, let me take it. Okay, let me go back to my fast. You can't do that. It's going to tie into the part of discipline. In that verse 23 about renewing, your mind had been programmed a certain way. 7.30, 8 o'clock. You might not be a breakfast person. I eat all three meals if I can do it. Mm-hmm. Eggs, a little Tabasco sauce, turkey sausage, a little bit of spinach to give me some health, and some orange juice on the side, and some oatmeal with some brown sugar. <laughs> and that's not lunch yet. <laughs> Guys, listen, we have to program our minds. If we can do the three things, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what about the spiritual side? If you want to say it that way, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. 
Feed the spirit man. How? Read a couple scriptures. The kids do it all the time. They send me their devotion. I kind of remind them, kids, please turn in all devotion by Saturday by 6 p.m. So I can read it because when they unload me and they do a devotion a day, six times four is 24 devotion I have to read. So that means I have to spend time and read it and break it down and give my exhortation. They know what I do. I read it and I give my exhortation after they give their exhortation. So they can get feedback and get some growth from that. When we make a resolution, how long does that last? I'm sorry, today's February what? 25th? And you made your resolution December 31st? How far are you into your resolution? What resolution? It went out the door. If you ever gone into the military, it develops certain characters. Responsibility, uh oh. Discipline, woo. Accountability and growth. Are you inspired to go to the army? For the girls, I forbid you not. Yeah. When you see the Holy Bible, the first thing is read it and then hear it. You know how people talk to themselves, they read it? Me, thou shalt not lie. See, I say it out loud so my mind can register. Ooh. Thou shalt not covet someone's brother's wives. You guys get it? Thou shalt not covet his Lamborghini because you got a Bugatti. You guys get it? You have to speak the word out loud for you to start to receive the changes. That's how you renew of the mind. And then the spirit does something here. Listen to this. Let the spirit renew your thought and attitude. Discipline yourself. Just do it. Be regimented. Have a routine. Have accountability. That means by taking personal responsibility. Uh-oh. Don't knock down the preacher when he's preaching the message. You can do it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to verse 24. And that you put on the new man, which after God created in righteousness and true holiness. Let's start with holiness. Let me describe it. Pure. I'll give you an example. When you put a furnace gold into the fire, it melts and becomes liquefied. And what happens is it takes out all the impurities. So when you go to Fort Knox, Kentucky is 99.9989% pure gold. I'll take it. Just one-tenth of not purity. It's still pure gold. So what happens is it takes all the impurities out. That's holiness. Moral living, holiness. Ethical practice, holiness. 
First Peter 115 in NLT version. New Living Translation. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God has chose you is holy. We have a guideline to live by. Do you say, yes, Lord, here I am? Or you say, I'll get to you in a moment, Lord. I'll give you an example. Just me. Had the TV on. I was getting an impression. I was feeling this God's anointing on me. I said, what does that mean? Simple. God's trying to tug on you. And then what I do is, I put it on mute. I go, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? And then I see the picture tube on, and it's, they're doing things. Oh, what is nice. Now I shut it off. Because the Lord is trying to speak to me. So he speaks to you guys as well. But we need to tune off the radio and everything we just done. Okay? And then now you say, speak, Lord. Then all of a sudden he tells you to go to Psalms 37.4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. That means conditional. Delight means aligning with the word and receiving the word and being living of the word inside you. How does that mean? Living holy. I can't do that, Pastor. Well, yeah, you can't because you haven't been bought of your own. Christ had bought the price when you became born again. Uh-oh. So do I say, here I am, Lord, or Lord, can you wait a second? I'm watching the rerun of the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay, Lord, where were we? So you can't do that. Put him first. Verse 25. Almost done. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth and his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Let's start with the word putting away lying. Can we as believer, let me explain that. Believer me, accepted Christ, born again, filled with the Spirit, and you're living your life, you're going to work, you're doing your things, but you're born again, can you lie? What's the answer? Yes! I'll give you an example. Matthew 26, 74, and 75. Then began he came to curse and to swear and say, I know not that man. This was Peter denying him three times. Before he went to the cross, he said, Peter, you're going to deny me three times. No way, Lord. I will die beside you. And then Peter was kind of far away when Jesus was being crucified. And then all of a sudden, a few Roman soldiers said, Hey, you look like one of the disciples. Start to curse and said, No, I'm not. Blank, blank, blank. Leave me alone. The soldier said, Ah, he's not one of them. Because he went back his own way and he denied him three times. But he said prior to that, he said, I will die for you, Lord. Are we the same way? Are we wishy-washy? Yeah, Lord, to the, to the day I take my last breath. Then you say, oh, God, give me a few more years to live. Just remember. 
Would you lie to save your own life? Peter did. Because Jesus knew he was going to say that. See, when your life is on the line and you're ready to be crucified along with him, are you willing to? No, he saved his own life. But there was a purpose why he had to, to do it that way. Sure, I don't advocate lying, but God said you will do that. Deny me three times. Sometimes we go through a trial in our life that we need to understand why we do it. Is lying a thing to do? No. If you're trying to defend your family and the family did something wrong, you're going to defend your family. You can't say, yeah, my son is guilty. Take him to jail. You'll fight for him because that's your blood. You, you defend them. That's just how life is. And then later you repent. And that's what happened to Peter. He repent and he sobbed after he denied him three times. Peter did. How about you? Verse 26. Be ye angry and sin not. Can we do that? Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Have you ever argued with somebody and when you went to sleep and the next morning, oh my God, I forgot to repent. Self-control is needed to keep you from crossing that line or that threshold. Let me say that again. Self-control. Where's the other video? Self-control is needed to keep you from crossing that line or that threshold. You can control your anger. You might answer depends on the situation. We talked about this morning in family devotion while we were driving. And Malloy was leading the family devotion. It depends on our moods, the time of day whom I'm with, etc. If you have anger, does it linger when the sun goes down? Be aware, warning is given to us. Do not let your anger still be with you after the sun goes down. Forgive that person quickly and learn to get in the habit of being sincere and asking for forgiveness. It takes a man and a woman of God to step up to the plate and say, forgive me, brother and sister. Amen. Last verse, 27. Neither give place to the devil. Listen to this. For angers give foothold to the devil. I'll say it again. For anger gives foothold to the devil. Have you ever seen when people get angry, it, sometimes it consumes us? And especially for me, if I get angry, I look back, I say, oh God, I feel terrible. Anger can either consume us or be under control. Which one are you? Where do you stand in regard to that? There's a movie called Anger Management. 
We need to be under control because the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. In closing, when a person opens his heart to reading and learning and studying the Scripture, he will begin to see himself and God like never before. Each of us will understand his true condition of sinful before our holy God. And the gift of forgiveness through finishing the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. Because he did it already for us. 1 John 4, 4 is, is something that you need to meditate on. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. You have the greater one living in you, Jesus. So let him overcome for you. Just do your part and say, no way. Or as your flesh say, yeah, way. We begin to grasp the power of the Holy Spirit that enable us to turn from our sin and enjoy life of great joy. And when we see a miraculous change begins to take place in our lives, when we go deeper into God's word daily with conviction and teaching of the Holy Spirit. Remember what the Holy Spirit said? Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will let be comforted by the Holy Spirit and teach you and guide you in your ways. The Holy Bible, what an amazing book. The best seller in the whole wide world. If I give you these numbers, you'll be saying, no way, holy blank. Something might slip out of your mouth. The Bible is the world's bestseller, most widely distributed book. A survey by a Bible society concluded around 2.5 billion copies were printed between 1815 and 1975. Estimate about 5 billion by the end of 1995. We're already in 2018. So do the math. <coughs> Here's the bottom line. This Bible is so impactful, it's the best seller in the world. Okay? There was a YouTube in China. It was so moving. It, it, it caught me off guard and I shed a little tears. These Chinese people, bless their heart. There was a book, there was a package box this big. As soon as opened, it was all Bibles. And all the women and the men and, and, and wives, they ran to the book and grabbed it. It was so moving. One lady looked at it like this and started kissing it and started praying and saying, thank you. It's so precious, guys. It changes people's lives. All you have to do is open up and read. But if you're not a believer, this won't come alive to you. Once you become born again, something happens supernatural. As you read it, then the Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. That's the beauty. But I keep my body and bring it into subjection, lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be cast away. In other words, I discipline my body like an athlete. That's an NLT version of 1 Corinthians 9.27. Training to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that I, preaching to others, I myself begin to disqualify. 
The key word is discipline. Are you disciplined to self-control yourself when anger is about to rise up in you? Discipline by keeping your fellowship with God devotion in prayer and word and worship. Keep your body in check by aligning with his word daily. Remember, God is with us. You're not alone. Let us pray. Father, we just thank you for your word and how you bless us of your word. Father, that we have the heart to forgive, but it's not on our own. It's the power of God that gives us the ability to forgive others. When people wrong us, when people do bad things to us or evil things, it's not your battle. It's God's battle. All you do is show love and forgive and God do the rest. We thank you for today, Lord. May it penetrate our hearts and meditate that we may apply it for tomorrow, Monday through Saturday until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen.